What's up, everybody? Ryan back again with another episode of the ATX Metal Podcast. And in this episode, I sit down with Brian Allen of Bridges of Blaze, Dylan Quartz of Living Hollow and Hopeful, and John Yaden Jr. of Lift the Curse, titled Shred Timber. I just wanted to get some guys that were just really good on the guitar in the same room and just nerd out a little bit. Just that way we could kind of break all this up instead of interviewing band after band after band. Now I've got, you know, these guys in the same room and it was just, it was just phenomenal. Uh, shout out to the field house at the crossover in Cedar Park for allowing us to do this interview there and just kind of hang out for an hour and a half and just talk all things guitar. I, uh, this was this was just such an amazing time. I haven't ever done anything like this. So getting to sit there and just watch these guys nerd and geek out about frets and pickups and the type of wood and their influences and their styles. And just, it was just such a great time. I'm sorry that this didn't get a little bit earlier, but life comes at you fast and sometimes you got to put stuff on the back burner, but all is well. I'm glad that this finally got edited and now it's in your ear holes uh there is a video version of that this this is coming uh here in a week or so i uh, gotta get my man colby shout out familiar failure and also i am going to announce something big the atx metal podcast showcase at come and take it live on december 2nd i can officially announce on thursday at 10 a.m if i'm not mistaken so as you're hearing this in two days from now you're going to hear the announcement for the atx metal podcast ninth anniversary showcase it is 12 bands with some heavy names and some solid ass locals and we're having a dj after party it's going to be amazing thank you come and take it live come and take it productions for allowing me to put on a show like this with locals for the locals. I mean, it is just, it's going to be an amazing time. So we've got advanced tickets going on sale. Uh, there will be an early bird special. So as soon as they go on sale on Thursday, if I'm not mistaken, uh, they are going to be discounted, but there will be a limited run. So I think it's only 25 or 50 tickets at this price. After that, everything goes back up full price on Friday. So please, please, please come support all these amazing bands. It's going to be a wild one. And without further ado, here is Shred Timber. And we're live. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Ryan, ATX Metal Podcast here with something that I am really excited about. It's titled Shred Timber. And I have ventured out into the ether of the Austin metal scene and found some lovely, lovely gentlemen that have dedicated their time up here at the Fieldhouse in Cedar Park to not only talk about music and their influences and how they got started and their backstories and their bands that they're currently in, but also they brought their lovely instruments that pleases your ear holes almost every day. I know they do mine. Uh, if we can, go around the room, introduce yourself, who you are, where you're from, and what project you're in, and then uh, we'll just kind of go from there. Hi, I'm Brian. Um, 
I am basically from the greater Texas area, born and raised pretty much, been in Austin the last 13 years. And um, I am in a project called Bridges Ablaze right now. We do like hard rock. My name is Dylan Quartz. Um, I live here in Austin. Um, hi. Uh, I grew up in Colorado, just recently moved back a couple years ago. Um, but uh, yeah, I play guitar for Hopeful uh, and I write and produce for Living Holiday. Hell yeah. What's up, y'all? John Yaden Jr. Uh, I am from Northern California. I've been in Austin since 2012 and uh, currently playing Lift the Curse, which is a hard rock uh, slash metal duo. Uh, played in the Browning for about a year, uh, just filling in for a tour and a couple of festivals. So just played So What with them. It was really fun. And then I also play bass for a, a uh, Austin trio called Empty Trail. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Shout out Rick Lambert. Yeah. Fun project. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thank you very much for coming up and just, you know, spending some time and chit-chatting about uh about, you know, your experience as guitarists. And like I said, the 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 title of this is Shred Timber because, you know, throughout the journey of the podcast, we I've always had a million ideas floating through my head. And Brian has been on the receiving end as well as Dylan of those phone calls where I'm like, okay, I have this idea and I need to flesh it out. And I think it was you that actually gave the moniker of Shred Timber, right? Just genius. I, I think I think perfect. it was you. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Just take the credit. <laughs> but but we Perhaps. we also we have this kind of defunct project called um, Does It Stank? Wow. And I woefully am sorry that that is not still a thing. I guess it is still a thing. It's just like hibernating right now, uh, just until I get everything back up and running. But Everyone knows Stank Face. I mean, that is just tried and true. When you hear some of the nastiest riffs or breakdowns, it's just, it's the brown note. You know what I mean? It's just, whoo, son. And I have not only seen you guys play live, but I've also seen everything that you guys put out uh, on socials and, you know, heard your music. And there is, there is so much depth in, in your guys' skill set of, of being guitarists. So first off, Thanks for being y'all and providing, you know, regular Joes like me something to listen to in the car or, you know, on a run. It, it, I don't think that artists get enough, get enough credit. And also our production crew here today. Hell yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out to you guys and uh, the random stranger in the back. <laughs> <laughs> She's on her phone. She's like, I don't care. 
my, but my fiance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess uh, I guess we'll just start uh, start with you, Brian. How when did you get into playing music in general? And I guess what what was I guess what was your gateway into into the music scene? Oh man. <clears throat> well, I guess for me it, it came in stages. You know, I mean, before I was born, my mom would play a lot a lot of guitar. Um, you know, and then honestly, I want to say like age five or six, I started just singing to soundtracks and then, you know, age eight, like shower singing and then age 10, you know, you get introduced to the recorder and shower singing, meaning let it rip when you're in the shower. I got you. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if there was like another term that I wasn't familiar with, but (laughs) it's a technical term. (laughs) Highly technical. Yeah. Lots of stuff in there, but, uh. I, uh, anyways, yeah, it happened in stages. Age 10, started playing the recorder. Age 12, um, started playing the French horn and the piano. And oh. then age 14, started playing guitar. It was the coolest out of any of them. So I was like, to hell with all this stuff. <laughs> you know, we're doing guitar now. That's a really That's awesome. cool progression, though, that you started with all these other, like, different kind of things beforehand. Uh, so, like, going into, uh, especially like, um, like woodwinds and stuff like that and actual like brass instruments and then going to something with strings like that, that opens like a whole new definition on like where your, I guess like thought process when like, when it comes to like putting music down, like it kind of opens up because I, I did not have that. I I just went straight, (laughs) straight to guitar. (laughs) So yeah, that's really cool. Um, I was gonna say the closest I came was a chorus in sixth grade and I got told, and I don't know if, if, my chorus teacher is still alive, but, but there's a thing called perfect pitch mm-hmm. where you can hear a note and play it within, I think three notes you can like come really close. And I, I've just always loved music and I've never really put, you know, my, my mind to it. But like we were talking about earlier, there's this other, this other project that might happen with, you know, the six string Kramer that I got gifted to me. So maybe that'll happen one day, <laughs> but how'd you get started Dylan? Uh, yeah, uh, not like that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I was gifted a guitar on my 11th birthday. Um, and before that I wanted to play drums cause I was just like, yeah, I want to beat the shit out of things. Right. Like I just wanted to be that guy. Drummers were cool as fuck. Um, I got gifted a guitar because one, it was smaller and quieter and yeah, it just made a lot more sense. So, um, so yeah, I was gifted a, gu- a guitar when I was like 11 and I just kind of stuck with it. What, what was the guitar? Uh, oh my God. So, uh, you guys know the brand Washburn, right? Yeah. So Wash, Washburn has a, like a, um, like a daughter company called a uh, lion Oh. and it was a lion, like idol, I think is what, what it was called. It was all white. It honestly started my love for like white guitars. I, I adore white guitars. Yeah. Love white guitars, like gold hardware. That's what this had. And I was just like, that's it. That's like the tits that's to so me. Sick. That's like my thing now. I love, and still to this day, I love white guitars with gold hardware. It's just the classiest thing to me. Um, not the color white, the brand white. No, like color, like oh, alpine oh. white, like the guitar itself, like the, the color on the guitar is like white. And I got Yeah. Um, it just started that for me. And I've just still to this day, it's like my thing. I love white guitars with gold hardware. It's like my, I love it. It's like porn. It is sexy. Um, <laughs> it is sexy. Yeah. When you see it, you're just like, oh man, that's a, that's a classy, clean that's a classy you know? instrument. Especially like, you know, if you're on stage and the lights hit, exactly. just that shimmering, just, oh, yeah. Ooh. yeah, no matter what the lights are doing. No matter. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. although, you know, from a production side, I really hate red. Like, <laughs> I like, get that. Yeah. yeah. Totally yeah. fair. Red, yeah, sometimes that. blue, like the amber, green, yellow. Anyway, sorry. This, 
I'm going off on tangent. No, oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I, I can see your point. You not only do you want it to be a solid, a solid rig, but you also want it to look, yeah, look absolutely. the part as well. Yeah. What about you, John? Brian, real quick, what soundtracks would you sing to? I'm a big soundtrack guy. Do you remember? Uh, I remember singing. It was kind of more like. Um, Shania Twain or the Star Spangled oh, wow. Banner. Hell yeah. yeah, nice, dude. Yeah, like I was eight. I was like, I feel like you had that range. Yeah, cut <laughs> I had that in my head. It was me. Like, yeah. I just like visually imagined you in the shower singing like I feel yeah, like yeah, a yeah. woman. Yeah. Great visual going on right now. <laughs> your your mom's razor is just on the side. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, it's it's like a it's like it's like a it's like a promo commercial for for laser for, yeah. Gillette. Razor. for Gillette, yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, that was oh, me. Man. Sorry, I'll answer your question. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> um, so my parents raised me on pretty much hair metal and 90s country. So I still love both to this day. Um, but um, no musicians in my family whatsoever. Just uh, my sisters like dance competitive, competitively her whole life. I grew up playing baseball. So it was like, I think New Year's on when I was 12 or 13, me and my two best friends were like, let's start a band. None of us had ever played anything before. So like the next week, one got a drum set. The other two of us got guitars. And we made some pretty bad noise for a while. <laughs> Thank God bless uh, my buddy's parents. We played in their, their garage. But um, yeah, then took lessons for like a year. Um, shout out Danny Means in Livermore, California. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, my, you know, just kind of fell into the metal world. Metallica and Ozzy were my gateways into everything else. And I'm sure we'll get into influences. But, oh, of course. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's how it all, all began. I haven't looked back. It's been, been 20 years. I think this year is my 20 anniversary playing. So. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So 20 years. <laughs> yeah. How long? I uh, started when I was 11. I'll be 30 in December. So like 19, I think. Yeah. 18, 19, yeah. I think 18 for me. Cool. And that estimation, I'm pretty sure it's about that, but I'm 33 now, so. Gotcha. 20-ish. You don't look 33. <laughs> Do I look older? I am, yeah. Uh, no. January of 90. No? No? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to make a quick alter change there. But, um, How about you, Brian? How, uh, did I miss that? How long have um, you been playing? I think it's been about 18 years. Eight, holy shit. <laughs> a lot of time that's a lot of time so between yeah between the three of us Over we 30. almost have like 60 years in that's it. wild <laughs> Al almost yeah that's crazy it's like whenever it's like whenever there's a uh like the lawyers they're like with over 50 years of experience and yeah. it's like three dudes you're yeah. like yes. oh, yeah, holy shit okay <laughs> so I, I guess we'll just we'll just kind of go from there like influences so i mean obviously shania twain <laughs> obviously, and definitely, Metallica. Yeah. yeah 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 what about you dylan uh Man, yeah. So um, I grew up like very like in a very religious like household. Um, but my dad, uh, this kind of like started it for me. My dad was always like really into like hair metal. So I yes. love that you brought that up. <laughs> um, so for me, it was definitely like Motley Crue and Def Leppard. And I loved, 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 loved Def Leppard and Whitesnake as well. Like uh, yeah. Doug Aldridge, oh, man. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. Cool for yeah. Loving, man. yeah, seriously. Um, oh, man. Don't even get me started. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what was her name? Uh, Tawny Katan. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and the Here I Go Again video. Here I Go Again yeah, video. Dude. Yeah. I oh, would, on the hood? Yes. On the hood. Yes. yes. That right there is the whole fucking reason I started playing guitar. <laughs> it's, such an, it's such an iconic oh. shot, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like when you think of hair metal, I mean, that's one of the first things that pops up is, is Tawny up, on the, up on, the, on the hood. And I remember whenever I was raised in Central North Carolina, um, again, I have no musical talents, so it's not like I was doing this as well. Um, but I do remember that we jump in my aunt's, uh, Z 28 Camaro with the T tops 
Wow. Yes. And she would throw in some like ZZ Top or just some of that like a little bit not so Metallica-esque stuff. But it was like, it was just, it, that was my first experience into kind of like heavier rock. I think it was like 10 or something. She's like, we're going to the store. Doom. <laughs> and then just, just, just crank it. Yeah. You know? Back when they had tape players in cars. So oh, yeah, man. date myself yeah. there. <laughs> what about you, man? Oh, man. Influences. Mm -hmm. Oh God. Um, <laughs> oh, scoot that chair a little bit forward okay. so you can eat that microphone. Rock and roll. Bingo. Uh, Oof, there. Oh yeah, Ooh, you sound so that, good. That sound real crisp Thank now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's almost too many. I mean, Metallica, Ozzy, Def Leppard, uh, the Scorpions. Oh, Scorpions are so good. Uh, Boston. Ooh, Boston's oh, yeah. a big one for me. Um, rest in peace, Brad Delp. Yep. Oh, that kills me to this day. Um. And then, you know, it kind of just went off the deep end. It became the pursuit of like ever crazier guitars and ever heavier guitars, right? So yeah. Metallica to Pantera to Disturbed uh, and Slipknot. And then that just went off the deep end and into like Metalcore and, and Thal and Humanity's Last Breath. So it's just been yeah. an endless yeah. chain. Dude, Humanity's Last Breath was <laughs> one of the first albums that I picked up instrumentally and I didn't even know I had it. <laughs> back, when, back when iPods first came out. <laughs> Yes. Wow. Let's go. Dude, that sounds like a whole nother podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So I bought one of the first, not one of the first, but when the iPod come, iPod Touch 64 gig, that was like the creme de oh, la yeah. creme. And when iTunes was pretty much the only place that you could get, not only place, but it was the most popular, like today's right, Spotify. Yeah. Um, and they had this little section at the bottom. It's like people, people also liked and that's where I clicked on Humanity's Last Breath. I can't remember the album, but it was a it was a split where they did all of you know vocals and then instrumental. Yeah, that's cool. And then to this day, they actually just let one rip uh, on last week's release radar. I mean, they just continue to just crush in in the form of just overall production and and then the the vein of thaw. But my question is, since those are y'all's influences from them from back then, what do you think kids growing up today are going to reference in this era, in this generation, as I, their starting point or their jump off bands? I, I still think like right now, like with us talking about like humanity's, humanity's last breath and like Buster Old Home, uh, obviously, um, and then uh, Polyphia being like yeah. as big as they are. Yeah. Like I yeah. think that that right now is probably a huge like liftoff point for like modern day guitarists who are like just now picking it up or have done so within like the last like two or three years like that's probably where they're coming from is yeah. that side of things um at least on like the more progressive like metal side of guitar um, right right as far as like also like dude there's there's just so many influencers out right now that are just absolute rippers it's just kind of hard to like pinpoint like there's just so many like technical like jazz fusion like oh, guitar yeah. players that are just insane you're just like i i'll sit on like tiktok and just watch nothing but like guitar videos for like hours and just <laughs> i was gonna, I was gonna ask day. is that something that you guys actually do is like spend time watching because i mean john brian i've seen you guys just ripping stuff online all like 24 7 it's like you guys are just machines especially your stuff like i've just recently come come to know you like online and like didn't you like win something not too long ago <laughs> yeah there's a lot of um so uh, a couple of things uh do you guys know who ola Eng england yeah, is swola B yeah big <laughs> yeah. big so he does these weekly riff challenges i've done them for like a couple of years and for me it's just an excuse to write every week he just provides the drums and i put everything else whatever i want it's a minute or less really easy really fun um 
but there's been a bunch of other ones pop up. So uh, Bogren Digital, they yeah. do one, a monthly riff contest. And um, yeah, I just did it uh, for the first time last month, I think. And they same thing, just they give you the drums, you do whatever you want on top, post it, hashtag whatever. And um, yeah, I won 500 bucks of real money. And then they give me like <laughs> two, two, yeah, like actual, they PayPal me, it was sick. Wow. Um, that, and then they give you like 200 bucks to their online store. Sick. So oh. they do that once a month, so check it out. Just dab 200 bucks on IRs. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly what I did, it's exactly what I yeah. bought. Um, do one thing I wanted to mention, you mentioned metalcore for me, like the Metallica Ozzy, like got me heavy into like the Lamb of God, Kill Switch, Chimera, Shadows Fall. Like I think they yes. call it the American wave of heavy metal, whatever. Yeah. Mid 2000s. Like, uh, love those bands still to this day. Um, they're all like reuniting right now, which is pretty sick. Um, but, um, anyways, like that launched me into, I'm a huge European metal fan. So I like Arch Enemies are my favorite bands to this day, but like them, Children of Bodom, um, In Flames, like all those bands. Oh, so, like yes. all, anything, anything Swedish, their sense of melody is just like undeniable like i love it but okay i wonder who those bands are gonna be for kids growing up those kind of yeah I, I just, call me call me ignorant just because i'm not you know as entrenched as you guys are but what is it about european metal <laughs> specifically the guitars they're just better they're <laughs> just so fucking good <laughs> they're so good i, I did so good. actually i did hear um it was an old england interview with uh, rick beato you guys probably seen him yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Rick's awesome. Yeah, he's so good. so good. But he was on Ola's show because I think he was in Sweden. But he asked him that exact same thing. And I, and Ola's answer was kind of good. He's like, dude, I think it's the weather. There's just not very much good weather, so they're inside way more. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, I guess that, <laughs> that so, makes sense. Very yeah. simple answer, but I thought that was interesting because I've always wondered the same thing. Yeah. You think, you think that's why the Texas scene is just such a ripper? because <laughs> nobody wants to go outside <laughs> in this atrocious heat? <laughs> yeah, because, uh, I mean, do we've, we, we're recording this on, uh, what's today's date? 13th of August? Yeah. 13th of August. Yeah, I mean, we are over. 30 days of 100 plus heat and no rain and Crazy. it's just i mean it's why anyway we're not gonna get on climate change um there's definitely <laughs> plenty of songs out there about climate change hey it affects those believe it, it or not it does yeah. does it really yeah very okay much well, so. yeah let's get into the guitars <laughs> yeah, so um yeah i guess since yo know, how, how does weather affect the guitar so think about it like this right like um which one you want to grab uh Your it's fine i mean you could just look at them uh <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you don't have to touch it. Um, but no, I mean, like they're made out of wood or like composite or, you know, just some sort of like wood based material. Um, and, you know, with weather and humidity, like it, there's like it flexes with heat and cold. Oh, no. Yeah. You know? I, so, yeah. Being um, a car, yeah. Being a car guy, I should totally understand that. That makes yeah. total sense. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Atmospheric pressure, humidity, temperature, plus the sweat and everything getting on yeah. it. Like, oh, man, yeah. Man, yeah. I didn't even think about that. It's all chemistry and physics. Yeah. And if it's, Anything other than like sixty-eight to seventy-five degrees room I'm, temperature. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. like never gonna leave my guitar in a car for more than fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. I'm very anal about that too. too. Oh, I'm, I didn't even think about the yeah. leave in the because I leave, <laughs> I leave my stuff in the in the Good in the point. car all the time. So. Yeah, you were talking about that Kramer earlier. Yeah, the action on that thing is probably enough to park a truck. <laughs> yeah, <on there>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that should have brought it. Yeah. 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 Definitely, definitely. But that's what I'm saying. Like, um, like there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of science. There's a lot of chemistry. Um, and it's not just like a piece of wood that's been cut into a certain shape and like put, you know, electronics in and slap some strings on it. You know, there's actual, there's a lot of math that goes behind it. And there, there's a lot of care that goes into it as well. Like, you know, having to get it set up for certain tunings. You can't just tune it to a different tuning. It has to be set up. You know, a lot of guys like to get their, um, uh, their frets like, uh, what is it, uh, plank? Yeah, yeah, planks. Yeah, planks. Yep, um, yep. So that's what, that's, is, what is that? That's where it makes the flats, the your frets like completely flat, like oh, super flat. So it's okay. like the opposite of scalloping. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so scalloped is basically kind of like where you have like, like really big like uh like 
like cuts. A, Cut in, cutouts, yeah, or scoops, or it's like a baby, yeah, baby vert ramp scallops. in there. Yeah, when yeah. I think of scallop frets, I, I, uh, Yingve Momsen. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, yeah. His Instantly. signature has yeah. him. Yeah. So Yingve also plays a Fender seventy Strat like that, except his is like this off, like white yellow. It's fucking gorgeous. It's pretty sweet. Um, but he from the twelfth fret to the twenty first fret, all of his frets are just like scallop. Okay, hold on. Uh, may I grab your? Yeah, guitar? go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. May I grab your? Yeah. Can you pass this? Can you yeah, here we go. Explain what you just <laughs> said, because I have no clue <laughs> okay, so, from the numbers that you just said. So, I don't understand this. So the 12th fret is right here. Right? Okay. So he has, um, from here all the way down, they're just scallop frets. 12 to 24. 12 to 21. 21, on a okay. Strat, yeah. Um, so with his, like, play style, he does a lot of, like, symphonic stuff, but he also does crazy, like, vibratos and, and bends, like, the way that his play style is, like he just he demands having those like scalloped frets. Like it without it, it's just weird. It's just him playing a, a standard. Kind is that of because he has to like get in between the frets to make the noise? I'm sorry, I'm just I'm trying uh, to understand why just, the scallops. So it kind of allows you to have more note tension. Okay, so it allows you to like kind of like swing a certain like note a little bit more. And okay, the, his play style is just crazy. He's also extremely fast. You can't understand a lick of what he says, <laughs> but as soon as he yeah. picks up a guitar, like you know what's happening. You're um, like, I'm here. The guy's yeah. like, the guy's insane. But yeah, I mean, like y'all, yeah. I I said his name. They knew exactly. What I was <laughs> like, <laughs> like so, yeah. Have um, you have you guys ever seen the Pantera vulgar yeah. videos? The vulgar videos. Yeah. No. So there's a really funny Ingve clip in there. You can find it on <laughs> YouTube now. But there's this really famous uh, clip where he just is like walking out of a donut store and he just goes, "I don't like fucking donuts" or whatever. <laughs> like, that's the only thing you could like understand him saying. So Dude, definitely look that up on YouTube. It's the best. That's right. Uh, that makes me think of the clip where he's like, "Oh, people kept on telling me to slow down. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They keep on telling me less is more." He doesn't yeah. give like, a fuck. He's like, "How is that possible? <laughs> more is more." And it's amazing. He's I, the best. I I ruined it. So he's unauthentically up. himself, though. No, at all straight times. up. I've seen. <laughs> some of his like i saw this video uh it's on youtube of like his like literally he's like uh, like two minutes away from like getting up on stage and it's cool too because he's got like this mounted acoustic guitar um it's an ovation um and it's also oh, yeah. got like scallop frets and everything yep. um and the dude just like like he's got a cigarette in his mouth he just takes a shot of god knows what and he just <laughs> goes out on stage and starts just plucking and you're just like what the fuck is happening it's wild <laughs> like instantly and you could just tell the guy's just like lit 24 7 yeah like that's just what he so who are, so so okay well I guess we'll move into that so who are you guys looking up to or who are you guys I guess uh, paying attention to right now in the in the terms of shredding or just playing guitar in general? You guys know Pierre Daniel? Actually, no. Kadinja, uh, French band. Mm. He he also plays in Novelists. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I know okay. Novelists. Yeah, that, I know. Yeah, I know Novelists. Novelist. I know okay. one band. I knew the name sounded familiar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Novelists. Hell yeah. yeah, that guy. And then just the jazz fusion. I mean, there's Tom Quayle. Mm -hmm. uh, Rick Graham. Oh yeah, yeah. monster. Jesus Christ. Love his Charvel. I'm sorry. His, who's who's Rick his, Graham? His guitar. I'm, I'm telling you, when I say I'm ignorant to all this, I have no idea. Who does Rick Graham? Do, does he play for the band or is it just himself? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't. I've only I've just known him online. Just himself. Yeah. Yeah. He's just an absolute shredder. Yeah. Guy's okay. Crazy. Just a virtuoso. He's so. But his Charvel, his guitar is beautiful. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's so super fast. So so what what is it that attracts you to, to I guess them? Uh, complexity of phrasing, I guess, right? And then the the jazz theory just kind of blows my mind. And so I've been rigorously studying the last uh, four years. Cause I, cause I've 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 witnessed you and and our buddy Chris just going to absolute town in 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 his living room. It's like 
the one thing that I really, one of the things that I love about doing this is, you know, making the friendships and everything is great, but being able to get on the inside and watching how the music is made and how, you know, you can, when, when we listen, you know, and, and I, 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 this is a very, very bad analogy, but you know, for, for as long as I record, it takes at least two to three hours to make all of this happen. And that's just spoken word. Watching you guys, artists, create a 10 to 20 second riff, I mean, hours, t- take after take after change after take after change. And so being in the room and watching it happen, I've I have I have witnessed some really cool shit in the handful of years that I've been here and I get to hear the songs in pre-production and then post-production and then I hear them you know before they hit the airwaves they're like what do you think about this and I'm just like oh, this thing slaps does anybody else know about this no it's just you and three other people holy shit can I tell people so first off I, that's just I hats off just again I I can't I personally cannot thank you guys enough for just getting after it day after day after day and then continuing your journey, you know, down the road and getting better and better and better. So, um, there's that. Uh, but where, like, I've seen you sweep a guitar better than I can do my, my driveway. <laughs> where the fuck did that come uh, from? Oh man. Uh, Michelangelo Batio. Oh, oh yeah, of course. God. These two All guys. I, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> you guys have the old. Uh, I think I had it on VHS of. back in the day. Do you know his old like instructionals? Uh, speed kills or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. So good. I used to watch that. Yeah. Seriously, I yeah. used to yeah. watch that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Man, you guys are such nerds. Oh, we are. Dude, man. I'm yeah. so excited for this. Dude, I got a Randall half stack, and it <laughs> came with a Michelangelo video. Yes. Like, like uh, yes, the speed kill thing, <laughs> and it just it's it hooked me because this guy, he's ambidextrous. Right. Yeah. Oh. And he, he has this custom made guitar. Oh, is that the one that's playing? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's stupid. What? Yeah. <laughs> like Super necessary. Very how necessary. does your how does your brain even compute that? I guess it does it boil down to muscle memory? Like you you just over time you just know where everything yeah. is. I think at, so. Yeah. Right? Pretty much. Yeah. Because I because I've seen you on, on your guitar. I mean, on this on that very guitar right there, just absolutely killing it. And I'm just like, what is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> Turkey sounds. That's exactly how. That's exactly how it sounds too. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's but when when I saw Michael Angelo, I was like, well, there goes the next ten years of my life. Like, and and so I just got after it every single day. And you know, four years, six years, eight years, ten years, twelve years into the technique, it just cements itself in in you, almost like breathing. So, what would you say? I guess we'll go. We'll we'll, we'll move. We'll uh, get on to after. You to drop your influences and whatnot. We'll move on to like your style because I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. I know that there's like we have different genres here, which is why I chose you guys. Um, so what about you? Uh, influences, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got three. Okay, uh, Chris Wiseman. Oh yeah, absolutely. From uh, Chris, uh, Shadow of Intent and, and yeah, 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 really oh, good. Yeah, okay. his videos are yeah. so. I love his Instagram videos. Yeah, because very good. Yeah, he's fantastic. Very good. To me, Chris is probably one of the like just goats when it comes to writing like modern metalcore um i like i just can't give enough credit to the guy like just his overall style is super clean his technique is like really really similar to like how i feel like i play so i draw a lot of influence from him as a musician um just absolutely insane um so yeah there's him uh and then uh i'd probably have to say so i listen i listen to a lot of like um 
classical like virtuoso stuff um so anton dufour if you guys don't know him like look him up okay it's fantastic is he electric guitar or is it it's all acoustic like Sick. classical acoustic the, awesome. guy, the guy does some stuff with just like six strings that is just like absolutely it just blows my mind uh and that's like like classical type music okay like like nylon strings and everything it's wild oh the guy's crazy yeah super good um and then yeah uh man i was kind of expecting this question but there's so many <laughs> it's tough when you actually get asked it like, yeah there's definitely there's <laughs> like, i don't know what to do with my hands yeah, yeah, for real. yeah. it's like we know um, you know but. yeah I'll, I'll just leave it at those two for right now because okay. i can just keep going on but yeah those top two for me john yeah. what about you uh i can't not mention zach wild uh <laughs> I, 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 have, I have a tattoo right here of Zach Wilde, it's a silhouette. Oh. A lot of people think it's Chewbacca playing guitar, which my, my, <laughs> my friend actually got a real tattoo of Chewbacca playing guitar just to make fun of me. That's fantastic. But uh, anyways, it is Zach Wilde. That's a, that's a true friend right Yeah. There. Oh, that's yeah. Amazing. We've known him since kindergarten. But um, anyways, Zach's my kind of everything. Everything's a part of him. Huge Black Label Society fan. I'm seeing oh, him yeah. uh, play with Pantera on Friday in oh, Dallas. Oh, wait. Metall wait you're playing? No, 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 no. I'm oh, seeing them. Like, Holy <laughs> no, shit. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Why are you here? <laughs> no, no, no. Because Zach Wilde's been playing with Pantera or the Pantera right. tribute, whatever you want to call it. Um, but they're opening for Metallica on Friday in Dallas. Lamb of God will be there as well? They're, they're at the Austin oh, show. Oh, like the next okay. day, I think. I got you. Um, which was announced after the Metallica show. But anyways, it's going to be cool. But yeah, Zach's my guy. Um, also, uh, someone that I think is really underrated is a guy named Pierre Nielsen. He plays oh. for Scar Symmetry. Dude, and he actually filled in for Meshuga for a little bit too, but he is criminally underrated. He's a Swedish guy, Dude, but you, you're familiar? I was going to actually he bring him so up good. when European Metal came up, and yeah. I almost said Scar Symmetry. Scar Symmetry is so, their new album's incredible. Oh, but um, definitely check him out if you haven't. Again, it's another Swedish melodic, what would you even call him? Like it's melodic? They have screaming and singing, but just like so melodic all over the place. It's like melodic deathcore moments. Yeah. Because it does like the, you know. And they used to have one vocalist who did all the singing, the growling. Now, uh, for the last like 10 years, they've had two. One growler, one screamer, but super talented. Um, also, uh, uh, Amaranth or Amaranth, another Swedish band, three singers. There's a chick, a guy, and then a guy screamer. Three yeah. singers? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're actually, awesome. uh, I just got a ticket. They're coming with Dragon Force to Empire in October. Interesting. Which they had to come and take it. She'll get canceled because of COVID. So I'm super excited. Yeah. But, womp womp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, them. And then um, there's one other I was going to say. Oh, just someone I wanted to kind of shout out that's technically local. You guys have probably seen him online. Clayton King. Oh, oh yeah. Clayton, yeah. From Clayton. So it begins. Yeah. Super Clayton's nice. Nuts. Super nice guy, but he is just, he just, it. Oh, he just picked up. Uh, oh, what band is he going to play oh for? My God. Nothing nowhere. Nothing yeah, yeah, nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's it. just absolutely yeah. crushing everything right now yeah. and super nice guy. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah, you asked who we're paying attention to and definitely yeah, Clayton. No, yeah. <laughs> and Clayton's one of those ones where when I see his stuff online, I, I'm like, how do I know this person? Right. And then somebody was like, oh, so it begins. I was like, motherfucker, there yep. it is. You know, it's just with, with everybody, with everybody doing, you know, their projects, there's always this kind of side hustle aspect that you guys are always putting in the work, putting in the content. And today is, you know, content is king. So just you got to get it out there. You got to get it out, get it out, get it out. There's not really any more like street teams or flyer parties or people handing out demos. Like your demo is your single that you're promoting, doing a playthrough on YouTube or Instagram or TikTok or whatever. Um, on, on an aside, speaking of just like just social media stuff, there's this, uh, I don't know the guy's name, but it's a country song called Rich Man, Rich Men North of Richmond. I, it's, <laughs> it's a good name it, it's it's i'm telling you it's going to be like the blue collar anthem in its country he actually nice. i was scrolling and thought it was my cousin travis <laughs> i dead serious i was just like it's not travis fuck? it's not travis okay. <laughs> i wish it was travis but but just the amount of effort that you guys have to go through and so whenever you see an individual putting out content it sometimes may not click so if you're curious if you like what you're seeing i guess this is for the general the general audience if you like what you're seeing 
go do the deep dive and figure out the the their main project or or their two kind of semi main projects and then just support them through there because that's the other biggest thing is it 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 costs you nothing to click like share like it's it's mm. it's i mean unless you pay for the service but then again <laughs> you're the one doing the thing um just just continue the only way that you're going to support local metal or local music in general is is just share 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 because that's the only way and and i know that it's kind of oh man my fucking friend friended me and then he told me hey come like my band it's like (laughs) (laughs) but i mean that's just the way that it has to happen these days um but switching gear is so style let's get into style and then i guess we can get into like gear um what would you say your style is brian oh man um you know, I was just thinking about this the other day, and I gotta say, like the style I put forward on the internet is not exactly what I really do all the time. Um, I think I just have this like neurotic obsession with like nailing, you know, the Michelangelo thing. <laughs> but beyond that, I'd say, you know, I'll get into a lot of like legato playing or like I've, I've been studying a lot of fusion, you know, a lot of jazz oh, lately. Yeah. So I've been kind of changing it up. So getting into blues and melodic minor and and stuff like that, but then sitting down and just shredding something a bit more conventional. Um, and I, I kind of bounce back and forth, I guess, between those two things. But the world doesn't see much of the jazz yet. I still <laughs> want to cook up more in the lab before I debut, right? Oh, okay. But, okay, so to be continued. Yeah, yeah, it's always growing, man. It's always growing. What about you, Dylan? Oh, man. Yeah, that's kind of tough. Um, mm-hmm. I guess not- maybe I should have prefaced this with, is, like, defined style. Hmm. Maybe we should start there. Is that even a thing? Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> well, we're all yeah. like, oh, man. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, I always tend to lean more towards like uh, like melodic ambient kind of like okay. stuff. Like that's when I pick up a guitar, that's like naturally like kind of like where I go to. That's where you flow. You know, yeah. I like I like pretty chords, you know. I like dark sounding chords that are still like very like ambient melodic, but like also have like a pretty thing to it. Like, I got you. Um, and everything that I do is like, you know, like I'll I'll have that chord down. I'll get that like chord progression like built in, um, and start building like production around that. And then like all of my lead stuff and solo stuff comes obviously like out of that, you know. And I try to make everything like like very well balanced. And I do that for Living Hollow stuff. I do that for Hopeful stuff. You know, granted, they are both completely separate yeah, types of music. That is that is a. Yeah. I mean, it's not a far stretch, but no. I mean, that is definitely two not similar yeah. sounds. So, but I, the same the same process like goes into both of them, you know, and I sit down and I do the same exact thing. You know, I try to, I try to just, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a style per se. Okay. You know, like but that's, just, fusion. that's just your style. That's my thing. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, dude, I'm just like a metalcore dude. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. There There's just zeros, that. dude. That's my style. There it's it is, zeros. ladies and gentlemen. Ones and zeros. Ones and zeros. I, uh, <laughs> I, I have this another like side thing that I want to do is called gentervention. <laughs> where where Sorry. I have a shirt that just says it's all about the ones and zeros. And th- 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 it was this whole like kind of parody that we were going to do at Chris's house where uh, I believe when volumes released like uh, Via or not Via, um, golly, what song? I mean, volumes is just genty as shit anyway. Oh. But it was just, it was, I forget what song it was. Like but Wormholes? Maybe. Yeah. yeah, we just had it. Like off of you? Yeah. I yeah, know we just talking. had this, we just had this, uh, this idea where I would be wearing a white t-shirt where I like wrote 
uh, gent forever, like in Sharpie and I'm standing in the mirror and like looking at myself while like some just gent nastiness was going on in the background. But it would be like a, a round table where I would be coming over to someone's house to like house party or whatever, but it's an actual intervention about my love of gent. And so it was just like gent intervention. You guys, yes. you guys have seen very good. You guys have seen uh, Stevie T. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That reminds me of Stevie T. I'll have to look that <laughs> one YouTube up. Look guy. it up. Yeah. yeah okay. Really big on gent stuff would do that. Stevie T. Stevie yeah, T. 100%. Yeah. 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 Solid. All right. Yeah. Very good. Um, style. Style wise, um, kind of going off what you said with metalcore, um, the Browning gig was kind of a funny fit for me because I'm primarily identified as mainly like a lead guitar player. And I think there's one, one Browning riff that went above the 12th fret, maybe. And, um, <laughs> and I love those guys to death. No, Johnny McBee, he's, no. the, he's the man. Um, but uh, for me, like it's a lot of, it's mostly ones and zeros, but like, which is difficult, more difficult for me because I'm used to like in Lift the Curse, we have leads everywhere, all over like in place. choruses and stuff. Like my favorite stuff to write is just like leads, melodic stuff over chords and, you know, shredding here and there. But the Browning was like a good and challenging fit for me because it was just like intricate. It was like a memorizing a bajillion breakdown patterns. Right. And really good ones. Like again, Johnny McBee writes and records everything. He's super talented. Not as just a screamer, but really good guitar player. Um, so yeah, my style again, coming from the Zach Wilde world, uh, I don't really know my modes very well, but I treat everything in the minor pentatonic realm to get nerdy for a second, but I know some extra notes. Like I got some solos that definitely flirt in harmonic minor. I'm pretty sure is what they are. <laughs> but um, like the way I view my writing is all like within these scales that I learned 18 years ago, probably. Okay. Um, but I just, Primarily, like, my favorite thing to do is write, write and record. So, like, I've just been doing it for so long. Mm -hmm. Like, I just know. You know where it's at. Pretty much, yeah, depending on what key I'm in. So, um, but I am getting back into studying more. So, you're definitely inspiring hearing what you're doing. So, <laughs> let's, let's, okay. What, uh, so, obviously, we have these lovely, lovely guitars over here. Um, what, what tuning are you in? What's your, I guess we'll say, what are you in now? But what is your favorite? Oh, great question. Oh, man. I guess it depends on how many strings the guitar has. Oh my God. Okay. Yep. Let's yep. start there. Very okay. Good so, <laughs> so the standard uh, guitar six, seven is riff city. Eight is jauntiness. <laughs> nine is too much. Right. I agree. I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> Dylan's like, well, yeah. well about if I have a nine string guitar, it's a surfboard. Because <laughs> <laughs> the first nine Valid. string I think I saw was like, was Jared Dines with the nine. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And that it was, it was so cool to kind of see that evolution of Jared, you know, just making these wild, you know, YouTube and Instagram videos. But then he like, you know, then he did some shit with like Howard from, from, uh, from oh yeah, Swiss. Scion. Yeah. That yeah, project Scion, was really yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's so, it's just so cool that, it you know going from just content creation to that like of course there's obviously a lot of work that goes into getting to that level but i mean it just goes to show that if you just keep at it keep at it keep at it keep at it but tuning so what i guess does everybody own a seven yeah everybody owns a seven does everybody own an eight no eight no, no eights i have two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit brian's got enough for all yeah i got, uh, I got too many and then oh, okay i get six <laughs> six is yes seven's yes eights no yes and what, no and no nine what brand um one is an ibanez and cool. it's it's a little poopy and then the <laughs> is other it, is it the rga uh yeah it was like the 300 dollars one Sick. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then uh, i was like this isn't good enough and then Altermind was going to do that live string uh live stream with a uh, machine oh yeah Springs, that's right and i needed a really good one so i i ordered a Schecter eight string Hellraiser. Oh, oh sick. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Very and nice. that thing has EMGs and it's just boom. Nice. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. So we'll we'll stick with the seven. We'll seven. stick okay. since that's an even playing yeah, yeah, ground. Yeah. What what is your favorite tuning in a seven? Uh I guess drop G. 
It's a good one. Respectable. Okay. <laughs> yep. Drop G. I yep. have no clue where that's at. <laughs> it's like it's, drop C. Sorry. No, I was going to say it's a little lower than normal. Yeah. Yeah. So can, can you play that? Yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Uh, Drop F sharp. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. For sevens, um, uh, the Browning tuning was a drop G, but then Johnny had this interesting thing where the uh, the high strings were extra C's. So you could do like these chords and it was like playing like Goo Goo Dolls songs just right. like really easily. But um, it just makes it so you can have extra like chunky just gotcha. breakdown noises. But uh, personally, I like a normal seven string with the bottom drop. So drop A. I actually just put mine in it yesterday and it feels really good. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Now, I, again, no, absolutely. I could, yeah, sorry, I Ryan. Could, <laughs> I couldn't tell you if you played that note what that tuning was. Yeah. But can can you guys audibly like, oh, that's definitely yeah. X? Yeah, uh, close enough. In, enough. Yeah, I'd yeah. imagine. Yeah. So how do you achieve, because I know that, you know, over the progression of, you know, from say 2010 and on today, like lower is better. I mean, that just, I just continuously, and when I talk to these, when I talk to these bands, they're like, oh, dude, dude, <laughs> you're not ready for the next, the next album. I'm like, I'm sure I am. Right. <laughs> what What's the tune? Oh, we're going even uh, lower. Like <laughs> double drop E. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it's so a, it's a thing. I just, what? I just, yeah. I don't. Then, because everybody, because everybody, like not everybody, but you know, the bassist doesn't really get a chance to shine, and he does now. He does now, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, bass solos, yeah. you're actually the bass end up getting high. You know, yeah. I, I've yeah, I've come to really, really appreciate bass. I mean, just just on the, I feel like it's almost like the glue. Like the drummer keeps time, the guitarist, you know, wow everybody with their cool skills, and then the bassist is like, yeah. I'm keeping everybody <laughs> together. Yeah. So respect on my name please yep. um but when it comes to just con- progressively going to a lower note or a lower uh uh what, what's the proper t- lower chord lower whatever yeah like where where does where does that come in like is it just because this it fits the song or i know that some bands like that's just the direction we want to go we want to get away from you know drop a we want to go over here to something a little bit heavier but i mean there's got to be a floor right so like as far as like how low of tuning you can go. Yeah, there's got to be a. This is inaudible. Like so, you just hit the string and it just floats. Right, yeah, like it's just like you just put the string on. <laughs> yeah, like no yeah. whining. That's it. Nothing. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. For me, um, especially on the production side too. Like it's really important for me to figure out as far as. Oh yeah, I didn't even yeah, think about that. With your like with your vocalist, mm-hmm. um, you know, finding out what their range is. And then oh. writing your music in the tuning and whatever key you're playing in based around what their range is in. That makes a lot of you sense. Don't want, I didn't even think about it. You don't want to write any. It's a lot easier with like, you know, like uh, like harsh vocals. Yeah. You know, um, but there's still, you know, there's still notes and, you know, stuff that, that those vocalists are doing. So you want it to be like a very like happy sit. You want everything to sit very well. I got well. you. Because you can, you can tell like at in a mix you can tell when somebody's vocals are like just not sitting well and it could be just as simple as that like dude they are just out of tune with the rest of the song so how i mean i guess just real quick like what's the fix do you change the vocals or do you or do you like Uh, change this my opinion is you should change as the band but you can tell if a band is not willing to budge or not because the singer's truly struggling Mm -hmm. i got you because yeah but yeah i never thought about taking the 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 range at which the vocalist yeah. carries. Yeah, for, in, in, for me, it's elementary. That's yeah. one of the first things. Almost like do. 101. Yeah, like yeah. when I'm writing a song, I'm just like, okay, cool. If it's hopeful, cool. I'm in hopefuls in drop B right now. We have a couple of songs in drop G sharp. Um, 
with the quad cortex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know what that yeah. is. Yeah, I know what that is. <laughs> um, but uh, our our vocalist, Hunter, sings in both of those, like, those bass tunings right. really well. Like, can do both of those, like, bass tunings super well. So I was just like, okay, cool. You know, uh, so I transposed some of our songs that were recorded in C that were just slightly a little too high for him. Mm-hmm. Put them down to, down to drop B. And then some of the new stuff that I've written for Hopeful is in drop G sharp. Um, and that's just, that's his, that's where he sits. That's his, that's his happy space. I got you. You know, so it's almost like the music forms, not completely around him, but definitely compliments. It, it's there to, I want, yeah, yeah, basically it's there to make everything cohesive. I got you. And copacetic because yeah, I'm not going to release anything that just sounds like, like garbage. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Or I'm going to try my best. <laughs> yeah, it's not the goal. Though. Yeah. Hot garbage is not the goal. Yeah. Um, um, for Lift the Curse, we do something super similar. We play in drop C, but we have songs in a lot of different keys. Um, sometimes it'll be like almost the opposite where like I'll write something and Ryan comes up the melody, um, chorus melody, and it's like, shit, let's try that a couple steps up. You know, or we've had a couple of songs with key changes <laughs> just where yep. at the end of the song, it does go up. Um, but yeah, Ryan Hegefeld, very talented vocalist. But um, but yeah, it's super fun to do that again. And sometimes like we get this riff stuck in our head. We've been playing for weeks and then yep. we change it and it's like, oh shit. So it's fun. It's weird for us, but it's yeah. kind of cool. That's a like, guitar player. This is the way. Sonically, it's just different, but yeah. usually for the best. Brian, what what is Bridges Ablaze uh, doing these days? Oh man, just writing a bunch of music, uh, shooting a bunch of videos, releasing a bunch of stuff. Uh, we actually have a studio date in September. We're going to be recording two more songs, and then in October we are going to be shooting another mu- music video. Nice, nice. Um, and my roommate just moved out, so that means my storage crisis is over. Ooh, which because nice. it was getting kind of bad, and uh, now I can actually buy like all this live gear we need for shows. So. Gigs are going to be on the horizon too pretty soon. Nice, nice. Yeah, you guys have been hustling. I know that you said you kind of just put all your effort into that. Like, that's like your thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I left Altermind and, and pretty much every other band I was in, I was like, well, heck, got to go all in on me. Which, by the way, Altermind, such good music. Such good music. Thank you, man. What about uh, Living Hollow and Hopeful? What you guys got going on? Uh, so Hopeful's got a new song. Um, that we are about to get sent off to uh, to mix master. Uh, we have some plans to to release it uh, within the next coming months. Um, Living Hollow just dropped a new single. Um, yes, you did. Yeah, oh, yeah. there so is good. beneath me. Um, so that that was because uh, I was playing guitar for Living Hollow, as you know, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I still write like majority of the music because uh, I'm I'm the producer. I record and I write, write everything. You just, and Chris in my just collaborate. Uh, yeah, mostly. Yeah. Uh, we'll just go into my home studio and just spend ungodly amounts of time just writing evil, mm-hmm. demonic shit. Colby. Colby's been there. He's seen it. He knows <laughs> yeah, what Colby did. <laughs> He's like, I know the hate. Yeah. I can feel, I he knows know. what happens. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, the earth beneath me was, uh, our vocalist Blake, uh, had left just due to like personal reasons and stuff like sure. that, just within work and everything. Um, no bad blood or anything like still. That's good. Still super tight. Um, so shout out to Blake. Um, but uh, we just decided instead of like trying to outsource for you know a vocalist that I would just step in, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, there's beneath me was like our first release with me on vocals. Um, okay, that was my next question. Was that's you on vocals? That's me on vocals. Okay, yeah. Now have you always done vocals or no? no so this is no. a I, new it, it, field for you. I had done vocals once before for a band called Without Memories, which was here in Austin like ten years ago i thought you were gonna say shower singing with shania <laughs> <laughs> not quite to that level yet no, no. 
I'll sing that shit out in public. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, John, what about Hell you? Yeah. Uh, so for Lift the Curse, mm-hmm. just uploaded our next single this morning. September 15th comes out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so again, it's uh, just Ryan Hegefeld and I, um, and then we have a drummer play with us live. But um, he lives about an hour and a half away from me. I don't think I've ever told you this part, but we uh, we've actually written and recorded remotely for years. So we literally just use the same software, Apple Logic, and we just share files over Google Drive. Okay, and that's how Dude. we complete songs. And we've done it way before COVID. So like when COVID Smart. hit, we just you're like you're like yeah, I was here first. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, honestly very easy, and we just love writing. So we have. Just so much music. We just released an album in uh, June 30th. But um, yeah, next single's uh, September. We got the October one pretty much done too. Uh, we got to come and take it show on uh, August 25th. So a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Playing with a band called Lockjaw. It's actually on a Friday. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we don't usually the, play on Fridays at yeah. Come and Take It, but we're pumped. I just saw that flyer, yeah. And then uh, shooting. We, we pretty much do everything ourselves. We do a lot of our own music videos too. So we're shooting one on Thursday and one on Saturday. Nope. Wow. So we stay very, very busy. busy like class. when we do get together, we do it's either for shows or Oh yeah, I got you. It's it's you know like I mean? you're highly gonna, productive. You're yeah, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna spend the three to five hours that you have together. Like we're gonna do this, 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 yeah. this, this. We both got day jobs. He's got three kids, so we, we make it count. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we make our time count. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Nice. I definitely so. understand that hustle. <laughs> like you're like yeah. trying to find time. Like Sundays early for me is typically like the sweet spot because yeah. the wife works late night, uh, you know, tens bar. Uh, you know how that yeah. is. I have cats. You have- <laughs> uh, uh, Brian living the solo life over here, yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah no cats, nothing. No cats. <laughs> Just your guitar. Well, let's get to the guitars, man. Here, uh, mind if I grab your guitar? Oh, by all means. Walk me through what we're looking at and <laughs> explain. I guess just you can go through the basics, like the build and, and the pickups and all that fun stuff. Gotcha. Okay, so full confession, I think you guys are definitely more gearheads than me. Um, but from what I understand about, you guys could probably tell me more about my own guitar. <laughs> but from what I understand, you know, um, EMG pickups, love them. Uh, it really helps, you know, just getting the best sound out of it. Seven strings. Um, I forget what kind of uh, bridge this is. Probably a Gibraltar. Gibraltar is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I love these kinds. Yeah. They're, They're on the hand. Yeah. yeah. Um, They're super recessed, so they sit really low on the body. So, yep. yeah. And honestly, you know, at first, the fretboard not having very obvious fret marker notations mm-hmm. was a little yeah. tricky. Do you know if those oh. are lumen lays on top? Uh, I'm not sure. Try it out when you get home or whenever. Yeah. Put your phone or like flashlight on it. Yeah, and, then and take it charges it into like them a dark up. Room. Yeah. Oh. yeah, and then they'll light up when yeah. you play live and it's oh, dark. So it's oh, so like a photo receptor. I, I had an Ibanez similar year that didn't, but I would try it out. I'm willing to bet this one might. It kind of looks like it does. Perhaps. Actually, yeah, Ryan, know, did you know that? Hard, yeah. A lot of guitars have that. Yeah. So no. you literally like. I used to take I a just, flashlight before Browning shows because the lights were. Cur- I never knew if it was gonna be black or not. <laughs> so uh, charge them up and they last pretty long too. I know that. I know that in the fret I've seen them. Like just so you yeah, know, yeah. like you're just dead there staring at it. But I never thought about it being like on the edge. Yeah, it almost it's almost like a it's like a cheat code. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Brian, there's no markers. They're just on the top. Yep, they're just on the top. So at first you. it was uh, it was a bit to adapt to because sure. I was really used to just having like three. Uh, so mm-hmm. uh, you yeah. know, um, but at this point it almost makes me want to get a fretless guitar, and I oh, think ooh. I'm going to. Oh, okay. like, Dude, respect. Really inspired. Yeah. Would you exactly? That's at? my question. It's, so it still has markers up on the top, mm-hmm. um, but oh, I you're just that, I didn't know yeah, that you're just without the frets. But Cheat dude, code is still there. That's that's still gonna open a whole new <laughs> side of things. Like that's still ooh jazz fusion. It, 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 yeah. guitar. it demands oh, respect. Yeah. yeah, I saw man, I saw Guthrie, um, yeah. Guthrie Govan playing oh. the the mirror one. Yep, and I was just like. 
That should have been my third influence. There it is. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. God, we knew we figured it out. Oh man. But I, God. I think that's all. Honestly, I'm thinking back. I'm kind of kicking myself because I have a guitar at my house that's also a seven string and it has 27 frets. Ooh, gotcha. Just on the top yeah. three. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, so it goes back here, and then it's got like um, a Strandberg butt, but a super strat, everything else oh, from the sick, butt. Man. Whatever okay. this term is, the guitar's butt. Yeah. Well, uh, that's the butt. That's yeah. good enough. For me. Yeah, that's a that's butt. butt. <laughs> we but, gotta uh, keep things simple for Ryan. Okay? <laughs> works for me, man. This is the ass. Yeah, this <laughs> this the down here, that back door. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> Honestly, other than that, it's got a kill switch. It's got a oh. single volume knob. That's pretty much it. Hold the fucking phone. Hold the phone. <laughs> that's literally called a kill switch. Yeah, this yeah, is real. a kill switch. Please Kills. tell me that's where kill switch is. Don't know. I just have no idea. <laughs> I have never yeah. known that. I that that is news to me. Yeah. Brian, what do you use it for? I've actually never played a guitar with one, the kill switch. Do you use a lot? Uh never. Okay. <laughs> what well, does it do? A, uh just kills what? Kills everything. Kills everything. So, yeah. Uh, with, so with my ESP, the way that I had my ESP set up, so kind of similar, like a Les Paul, um, except ESP has a, so you've got uh, you've got a main volume for uh, your bridge, main volume for your neck, and then you had a main tone, and then they had a switch right here, which was your pickup selector. I would live, I would never run my neck pickup, so I'd always keep my neck pickup volume all the way down. Okay, and then so uh, my bridge pickup volume and the tone were all the way up. So I would use my pickup selector as a kill switch. So when it's down in the treble, which is your bridge pickup, everything's hot. But as soon as I'm done playing live, and you can see it, you can look back on videos too, I flip that switch and it acts as a kill switch and everything's quiet because that Smart. pickup is just dead. Oh. This essentially does the same thing except with the entire thing. So it's just yeah. an on-off switch. Yeah. yeah so this, exactly. this guy right here, that's your pickup selector. So okay. that's his bridge pickup. That's both of them engaged at the same time. That's his neck pickup. So if he has it all the way down like that, Volume all the way up, engages that, it cuts the power to it. Yep. No, so then it just it's just quiet. Nothing. It's quiet. No shit. Yeah, yeah it's See? best for live applications. Yeah. Or something. This is why I brought you guys here. <laughs> yeah, I I I love kill switches. Kill switch engage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it makes so much uh, sense now. Yeah. So, um, how long have you had that? Oh man, I I think I got it in 2016. Oh, I guess what actually. what brand is it? Uh, it's an Ibanez. Okay, Ibanez yeah. Seven. Yeah, yep. discontinued RG. So, I, I guess, um, what are the, what, who are the major players today? I know, I definitely know, like, Ibanez is, is there, because God knows I've seen Ibanez for sale on all kinds of Facebook marketplaces. Um, it almost seems like, not the, not the everyday guitar, I could be wrong, but I mean, what are, what, are, what are some of the names out there when somebody's like, what guitars do you have? Or what should I purchase? Or what should I look at? Um... There's a lot to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's, there's, I think it's more the ranges, yeah. right? I think before that, you need to start getting into the Ibanez serial numbers. Um, oh, which are, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know that was a thing. It's, it's, a, thing. it's kind of a joke, um, actually, because they are fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Every single Ibanez has the most, turn, turn the back of your head. Super around. long, makes no sense. This is an RGIX27 LS. <laughs> there's like 17 letters in it. Whoa. Yeah. And they identify. People will be like, yeah, oh, I play so the bop. Yeah. So it's almost Straight like up. a VIN number on the card, the 17-digit number. Yeah. Everything means something Pretty much. different. Yeah. It's almost like this is how this guitar was built. Yeah. Uh, it's the model, model of the guitar. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, shit. But um, yeah, man, dude, there's so many like top players that just played like multiple dis like different instruments right now that it's just like 
obviously Ibanez is always probably at least for me is always going to be like one of the top tiers. I have one at home. I mean, I know, I know, uh, just from like being over at Chris's house, he's got like some Jacksons. Mm-hmm. He's got the Demoness. Uh, he's got, uh, I think he's got some Ibanezes. Mm-hmm. Um, and an ESP, I think, and ESPs. the Charvel. Char- yeah, the oh, Charvel. Charvel. Oh, what, what is that green one that he has? Oh, I think that's a Jackson. That thing just sex. Yeah, that just was great sex. That and the Charvel. Great sex. Charvels are sweet. But yeah, I mean, I'll talk about solar guitars in a oh, sec. Yeah. But, um, but uh, Kiesel guitars is a big one out oh, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. How do you say it? Mayonnaise, Schechter will always be a name. I love, I love mayonnaise. it? Love mayonnaise. I just want to say mayonnaise, but mayonnaise. mayonnaise yeah. <laughs> Sweet. I love mayonnaise on a sandwich. I love it on my hand. Um, um what else are we missing? And Stramberg, if you're into the headless, which I'm not personally. Dude, but. I'm yeah, I've never been a big <laughs> I've headless. I've never tried guy. though. I can't yeah. remember until I try um, it. But. Yeah, I've never been a big headless guy. It's just me personally. Um and then Gibson and Fender. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, so this is new to me. Um, it does not look new at all. Oh sick. <laughs> yeah, I was so confused when I saw it. I was like, You've been jamming on this a I while. He found like, it in the trash can days. and <laughs> built this thing. Uh, no, so this is a, so it's called a relic. It's a relic job. Um, so this is a 2008, 2009 U.S. elite uh, American Fender Strat uh, 70s relic. Um, and uh, so the 70s uh, from a standard, like when you see a regular like Fender Strat, they usually have like slightly smaller headstocks. The 70s strats have like these bigger like headstocks, and I love this style. Jim Root plays this. Chris Sheffield from Foo Fighters plays this. Um, Tom DeLong, like Jesus, y'all, y'all know who that is. Um, It just looks clean. Yeah, Yeah. super clean. Maple neck, uh, some like slight marbling on the front and the back right there. Like, dude, I just I love Fender guitars. They're they're fantastic players. Uh, super lightweight. Like, I went from my ESP, which is like 15 pounds, to this, which is eight and a half pounds. Holy shit! So that's a huge difference on stage. Like massive difference. I didn't even think about the weight of it. Yeah, I mean, oh, I mean obviously that plays a game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Big when you're jumping around, yeah, any yeah. Tell them what happened. Like, Colby's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so this guy's actually loaded with uh, modern pickups that uh, Fender doesn't typically have. So this is the Rabia Masada bare knuckle silo. Okay. Um, which is bare knuckles are. They're fantastic. I've that was that's one of the names that I've always heard. Just bare knuckle, like, bare yeah. knuckle pickups. Yeah, like fantastic. it's just a, it's it's a solid yeah. pickup. So un, unlike the EMGs that he has and the Fishmans that are in both of his Solars, uh, these are passive, which means that they do not run on a battery. No, oh, no, no nine no. volt. No nine volt needed. No nine volt. <laughs> so you just put them in and you plug it in. Oh yeah, for those that don't know, there's play batteries and batteries now. <laughs> yeah, things. they're very technical now. Um. <laughs> But still, with this being passive, it's super hot. Very, very hot. Hot um, meaning? Uh, just like high output. I got you. Um, but great clarity, great dynamics. Love this pickup. I didn't even know it existed. The guy I got the guitar from was just like, yeah, these, these are what I have in it. And I, like before going and picking up the guitar, I was just like, okay, YouTube everything and watch <laughs> everything. And I'm just like, man, they, they scream. So I was just like, cool. My first relic, like Fender Strat. This is like my fourth Fender Strat I've owned in my entire life. I love Fender Strats; they're amazing. Um, and this thing, it's already like pretty beat up, so I don't really give a damn if I like drop it or fuck it up because it's just gonna add to it. That was one of the things that I that I was gonna ask is I know that it, like I'm a car guy, so whenever I get parts for my car, like I you know want to make sure that they're maintained and everything's nice and neat and un unvarnished and scuffed and whatever. And then there just comes a point where you're like, ah, fuck it. And, you know, it got, all bets are off. 
Yeah. Um, when it comes to guitars, like I understand that a lot of these are just very, very beautifully done from, you know, custom luthiers to, you know, your big names. When you get a guitar, like, I guess, how do you get over that anxiety of, I don't want to mess it up? Uh, you just start, you start, just start racking it. You're like, fuck it. Like, uh, not, it's kind of depends. Depends on the guitar. Like, guitars like this where they're already beat up where they're made to look like this oh, okay you don't care if it like if it gets a scratch or if like a little ding here because it just kind of adds to the character yeah you know like but i already got this guitar like that if john were to pick up this one right right over here look at that thing no, he doesn't even want to touch it because his handprint <laughs> is gonna like yeah he's like, like <laughs> we, can, we can yeah we could go to that um here i'll hand that back to you um it just it kind of depends on the guitar you know like i like I would be terrified to play to play that guitar live. Which because, one do you want, John? Uh, let's go cappuccino. Uh, dude, tell him the quick story of what happened last hopeful show. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> that's uh, kind of a catalyst for that guitar, yeah, right? A, yeah, kind of catalyst. <laughs> uh, so the whole reason I got my Fender Strat in the first place was because are you, are you getting it? Yeah, look at that. That is so sexy. Shout out Solar, <laughs> beautiful man. I think I played some Solars at Nam. Mm -hmm. Oh, that one. Look at the butt. <laughs> um, oh, my Lord. <laughs> yeah, so Brian's great. like, oh. Yeah. Uh, I've actually played oh, he's this played one. it. Yeah, 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 no, no. Yeah, feel free to. Fantastic, yeah. First thing comes to mind, Dark Knight. Just, I for mean, sure. My mom literally Batman's guitar, if he had one. Yeah, my mom calls that one Lucifer. Oh, he's that's better. She's a fan. <laughs> Fuck Batman, Lucifer. Oh, I love it. So what do you got in your hands? Uh, this is a Solar guitar. Uh, I, I clearly am an Ola England fanboy. Uh, the YouTube guy I talked about earlier, it's his guitar company. Um, but I've actually been a solo artist for about a year. And uh, shout out Joel Trulson, who I'm, they're awesome to work with. Um, but yeah, this one is super fun. I don't play live with this one. Um, so I'll talk about the bridges. Uh, sure. they're, they're pretty unique on this one. And actually, I was going to mention something when we talked about weather earlier. Um, so this one I use for a lot of videos when I'm at home. This is uh, called the Floyd Rose. And they're super awesome. But if you break a string, you're totally fucked. Every string is brutally out of tune. Oh, um, no way. Yeah, yeah but when it, they are in tune, you can do... I got you. Can't you. hear it, but you can do like some stupid whammy tricks that are so, just really fun. We should have brought an and kind of childish, but um, I'm <laughs> very happy we did not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Fieldhouse is too. We did not for sure. But um, anyway, super fun to play. Um, and yeah, these pickups are Fishman pickups, which Fishman's kind of like I've always been a huge EMG fan. Um, and what he mentioned with the batteries, so there's a little battery hole right there. Gotcha. Um, anyways, Fishmans are kind of like the newer school EMG. Honestly, um, I've really come to like them a lot. Um, big on ceramics. Yeah. 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 Big yeah. On ceramics. To me, they're they're active, but they're not like too aggressive. But I don't know. I just love them personally. But um, can I see that, Brian? Yeah, let it rip. But yeah, that one, the bridge on there is called an Evertune. Now live, oh. that's kind of what I swear by. Now I started using with the Browning, and like at So What Fest, it was this hot outside, and my guitar was perfectly fine. Didn't have to worry about shit. I sweated all over it. It was disgusting, but it didn't wager the tuning at all. So there is a myth, though. A lot of people think you can't bend on Evertunes. That's it's false. not true. It is oh, false. I can show you in a second. Yes. But there's a zone system where you. Like you can set it up with in uh, all these strings in zone two, and if you go to do this, it literally won't move. It'll just do this. It's fucking weird. Yeah. But uh, the way you get around that, there's a zone three. You barely dip into it, then you dip a little bit back, and then it's like a normal guitar, but it just stays in tune this so well. Is... And uh, my my uh, guitar setup guy, shout out to Doctor John John Reynolds. He's actually in Round Rock. Doctor John. He's gonna be pissed at me because I, I haven't fixed the paint. So those pickups didn't come like that. Uh, I actually got some paint off Amazon, and I had him paint. Oh, the green? green on there? Yeah. Oh, I'm a big wow. black and green fan. So obviously you can see some of it came off. So I mean, oh, I, I, yeah, I need of to course. do 
do some work on that. I can see where you've been playing. But uh, but yeah, that's kind of my main live one now. But yeah, the and these are both in drop C. But um, but yeah, huge fan. Again, if I like one day if I ever have a guitar tech, I probably would play Whammy Bars live because I wouldn't have to worry about it. <laughs> it's just really fun. But yeah, Evertunes uh, become a really big fan of those. That thing just so. just looks so shit. Dude, these are so hard to keep clean though. <laughs> yeah. Even when I clean them, there's still like smudges on them. He knew what he was doing bringing. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, watch this. Yeah. Well, when he told me yesterday, I was like, dude, I can't just bring one. No, no, but, yeah, and that yeah. and that was the other like complicated thing was like bring the guitar you shred on, but I know that everyone has at least. Okay, how many guitars you got? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. <laughs> Five? Oh, eight? Uh, probably twelve. Twelve. Uh, Ten. Twelve. Yeah. It's a lot. I've I have two. <laughs> wow, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. He's like I keep Dang. it simple. I have two. Um I Here's have, one of them. Yeah, that's one of them. And then I have a uh I have an uh an iron not an iron label, an axon label, uh Ibanez, uh seven string, uh twenty six and a half inch scale length. Uh mm. and it's got an edge pro three system on it as well. So it's kind of similar to the Floyd Rose. Um one thing I wanted to talk about was while we were kind of on the subject of that Evertune, and this is something you might not know as, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, have you ever seen this, Ryan? Uh, press yeah. down on that as hard as you can. Just do it super hard. Yeah. You won't, you won't hurt anything, but press down on that bar as hard as you can. Like, watch what happens. I promise you won't break anything. Like, push it all the way down. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Floyd Rose. So that's why you can do some weird tricks. Like, Dimebag Daryl was super famous for doing crazy whammy yeah. tricks, like taking these. You do. For nerds out there, you do a natural harmonic and then you just can take it up, down, yeah. all around, do some. There's, it's so fun. But yeah, just hit a string and just like play with it. <laughs> so like, you, no. can, you can see why it's really fun. But again, if you break a string, though, they all go out of tune. Very I, badly. That, yep, no. So uh, yeah, did not it, sign the liability waiver. Yeah. So, so it was it was actually like when you said that, like when you when you break a string on a Floyd Rose or any like kind of like tremolo system, like extreme tremolo system like that, like it just fucks the entire tuning up. With these Evertunes, the reason why there's like such a big game changer for like us as like live playing musicians, if he breaks a string on that Evertune, each string is on its own like pulley and lever system. Okay. So if he breaks a string, let's say he breaks his like bottom E string, um, you know, for that Evertune on the black guitar, okay. um, it doesn't fuck with any of the the tuning on the other strings. He can easily just pull another string through, put it back, tighten it on the uh on his locking tuners up mm -hmm. there. Uh, tune it back in and then it's perfect and it doesn't fuck with anything else and no it's, shit. Yeah, it's pretty perfectly crazy. in tune those things are game changers and they're relatively new technology i think they've been around for 10 years now but like mm -hmm. the last couple years like I've you been see like a lot a of big people boom on them yeah everybody's kind of like once yeah. they saw their friend have one and yeah. learned what it was they're like yeah. i'm getting one yeah yeah they're huge so you see so. people like andy james is also one of my favorite guitar uh, players oh, he was yeah. a solo guy for a long time yeah. he plays for five finger death punch now okay i love him some people hate him whatever but yeah. he shreds ass off in every single song he does use Nevertune, and he bends like crazy so wow yeah he's one, i would say he's one of the bigger ones that uses them and there's his, his signature keys is so so dumb. Uh, he just switched to BC Rich. Did he? Oh, the, the other Zoltan, the other five finger. I think he like is part owner in BC Rich. But uh, yeah, his newer model is a white. It looks the same. Zoltan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He. Whenever we did, uh, I, I never met him, but whenever we did the showcase with Fire, Fire from the Gods, I believe oh. AJ. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Is is teamed they're on up like with, the same. Or, yeah, like same, I think he manages them or something. Yeah, something right? like that. They're, or they're on. A, they have a label together. There, there's a there's a connection between yeah. Five Finger and 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 uh, Fire from the Gods. So, uh, man, dude, Jesus Christ. I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's like 14 other levels to these things that we could talk about. Oh, like yeah. you were talking about oh, scaling yeah. and like, yeah. how, like, I know that the length of the neck is a thing yeah. and like the fret yeah. spacing is a thing. You have multi-scales as well. Um, okay. So multi-scales or like fan frets, yep. you know? Um, 
Yeah, yeah, like, like yeah. I've seen, seen it where it like starts yeah. out and kind of like. Yep, yep, yep. So certain guitars, like with uh, one that I'm specifically thinking of is one that uh that Ibanez makes. So it's a seven. It's a 27 inch scale length on the top. Okay. Um, and then on the bottom, it's a 25 and a half. Oh, scale nice. Length. Yeah. What scale um, length do you guys like? What do you guys prefer? I go ahead. <laughs> I honestly yeah, don't know. Oh, really? Okay, hey, that's probably uh, the ignorance is bliss. That's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I also don't know what I yeah. like. So. Fair, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. John, what about you? We'll 20, start with you. Twenty-five and a half. I um again just playing leads is a lot more fun. I've had some twenty-six and a half. Seven string was okay, and then anything. I think I have one. Um, twenty-seven. We're talking one twenty-seven. We're talking. It's just like literally how long. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, some of the long length is really good for low ass tuning. Yeah. So, so that yeah, that's kind of where I come into. Uh, <laughs> really good. It depends on the music. Yeah. So for hopeful uh, stuff, hopeful stuff is like twenty five and a half inch. Okay. Uh, honestly, I think that Fender Strat is not. It might be a twenty five and a half inch, or it's going to be. Dude, some are twenty four and point seven five. Yeah, that, even like that, less Pauls. That one might even be that is a twenty four point seven five. Uh, just because it's seventy style, so I would imagine. Um, but for like heavier stuff, you know, like. Like living hollow stuff, like the the big like low tunings, yep. big death core shit. Um, definitely like twenty six and a half to twenty seven in scaling. Does that just give like, I mean, forgive the the pun, but like just more room for for fun? I mean, better it, tuning stability too. Yeah, okay. it makes the the birding thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, yeah better tuning stability. Uh, those guitars typically can take like thicker gauge strings as well mm -hmm. um uh, so yeah, they have okay. a little bit more oh yeah yeah yes yeah. so yeah. a little more haul yeah exactly so what i guess what i guess uh yeah because i mean i always see people you know got these strings or <laughs> got the here's what i wanted to ask picks wow yeah go. you got yours you got I yours do. yours is in there that good old sharp pick i got two because I, I played different picks. I for knew. Each oh, time. you do? Hell yeah. yeah. I yeah, knew. I love that. I knew for a you fact. You knew this would happen. I knew for a fact that <laughs> when you talk to guitarists in a closed setting, they will talk, they will bring picks. <laughs> I even have picks in my in my car if somebody was like, I need a pick. Not that that would ever happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's happened, though. It's happened. It has happened. So it's I awesome. guess, uh, and, and god damn, we've been just cruising now. We got to be careful because the mommies and the memes are going to start hitting out here pretty soon. <laughs> um, talk, because I know that like pick thickness and shape is a thing. Mm -hmm. So talk about um, what you currently have on you and, and why. Oh, what I currently have on oh, me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, hold on. I've got a lot. <laughs> Dylan's got a whole pick factory like in his fucking in pocket. Here we go. Oh, I've got a living hollow pick. Holy hey. shit, Brian's pulling out his wallet. Was yes. this like yeah, the, the soup du jour? There's no money, just yeah, picks. Just picks. No, yeah, just picks. No, I'm the cash. same. Just picks Dude, it. All right. Yeah. Uh, I've got a. How many do you have? They're one, two, yep. three. Yeah. Oh, three the same. Yeah, okay. They're all the same. Oh, no, you actually have four. You have to have backups. Yep. Always. Have to. All right. Yeah. So, what do you got, Brian? These are all the. Uh, it, it's a uh, Jim Dunlop Sharp Pick 88 uh, millimeter. Hell yeah. And I really. Uh, I like Jazz 3s a lot too. Um, this one's probably better. Those are Bro, these are worn, worn son. Yeah, this is less worn. <laughs> these, but, ain't, these ain't sharp no more. These are dull. Manhandled. <laughs> Yeah, that means he's been playing. Boys been playing. They've been abused to no end. I don't know um, if you can get this shot, but I want to show you the comparison between the newest one and the one he has in his wallet. But um, anyways, these I really, I really like. I guess just because um, I, I love jazz threes and any sharp pick in general. But um, I think my big beef with them was sometimes like it would just fly out of my hand or something. Oh, it's yeah. small. Yeah. 
And oh, the Jazz threes. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm with you. They, yeah. yeah, they just the they're, weird they're angle. Tiny. Yeah, I, yeah, they're very very tiny. And so I like them being thick enough. Maybe at one millimeter is a little too much, but just shy of that. And then having like the grip of the normal size pick with the sort of jazzy sort of tip. Mm. And so it just for me works really well. But I love you know uh, like the John Petrucci ones for like sweeping. It's really good for tracking arpeggiations. Okay. You know, uh, but I'd say all in all, this is my typical go-to. Okay, cool. What you doing? So how many I, you got? I so <laughs> I have. Uh, I'm gonna do a little shout out. So this is Living Hollow guitar pick. Oh, look at that! We got these made. These are one millimeters. Uh, they can be found at our merch table. <laughs> so come to a show. <laughs> you have to Ryan, go to a show to Ryan said table. I could do it, so I'm doing it. Do come it. Get a fucking guitar pick. Do it. Uh, Ryan, I'll give that one. To you. Oh yeah, I, I have even a have a I have a lanyard too. Good. Good. Uh, okay, so typically I have two guitar picks. Um, yes. So, um, so I do. Uh, so for hopeful stuff, I play a uh, a Dunlop USA uh, Tortex one point one four millimeter. So that Whoa. is that Ooh, is this thick. guy. It's it's a thick, it's a, it's a <laughs> the next one's way thicker. Um, <laughs> Wait, you're telling me a millimeter is a is a thick pick? Yeah. Here, comparatively, here, yeah. That one. Oh wow. Yeah. No shit. Okay, and okay. It, it gets worse. Oh, <laughs> so this, or better. This, this, or better. this is my light pick. Oh, this is the light one. Okay. So I use this for all hopeful stuff. And that's just um, over a mil. And this is just over a mil. So it's 1.14. Okay. Uh, uh, and uh, this, so I typically like, with hopeful stuff, I really don't do a lot of like big, open, like, like sustained chords, yeah. you know, um, but I like having that heftiness. It kind of reminds me that it's there. Like we were talking about like picks flying out of your hand. Right. The Tortex to me is like really good. Uh, it comes coated with like this like kind of powder stuff that just helps keep it in, in your in your fingers. Um, but it's got a really nice size, uh, really like well-developed tipped on it, but it's more rounded. It's not super sharp. Mm -hmm. um, so the playability on it to me is a lot like super fluid. Um, I don't do like a ton of lead stuff. Um, you know, so for me, it's like I, I need it for the occasional like solo or two. But other than that, it's mostly rhythm. So stuff. just more rhythm and yeah. the, the on the offhand solo. Yeah. Okay. But it just it, the thickness is there just to really kind of remind me that it, that it is. It's there. there. I got yeah. you. Because if it is too light, like I can take one hard strum and it's like out of my fingers. You know. Um. The next one is same brand, so it's a Dunlop USA Tortex two millimeter. Whoa. So this is for Living Hollow. This is for the big boys for the bow wow yeah because i go i we in living hollow if you listen to some of our music we go <laughs> boom with the weirdly demonic unrealistic <laughs> yeah like, fast kick yeah very lorna-esque yeah oh yeah. knows <laughs> yeah yeah that's always like yeah. yes um yes. but here take a look at that holy shit yeah that's his what dylan's a man yeah that's a big one right there that's lifting weights brother <laughs> no yeah, i mean as compared oh to your God. living hollow one <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. jesus christ yeah. That. Yeah, dude. That's wild. Yeah, that's a huge difference, <laughs> man. Yeah, I love that. So, bow wow. Yeah. Just and meow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, do you have any more? Nope. That's that's oh, all okay. I got. That's on it. These, John. These are my main. Well, John's got the spread over there. Uh, like uh, Brian, I have them in my wallet as well, in my pocket. Here, you can have this. Lift Hold on. Pick for you. Is this a Listerine pack? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they, yeah. They still have those, by the way, and they're pretty. Oh, I thought yeah. you were putting your picks in this. No, 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 no. no. That I, would make sense. I actually like Listerine strips. A, a pick, a pick pack. <laughs> Yeah, um, 0.88. So that's for if you want to do the noises, that's for you know, it's a lot, just you can move real quick with it. So that's pretty close to and, like size. What, he's yeah, it's, it's just not sharp for me personally. Yeah. I've always loved those, but 
Um, personally, I love the color green. So that's why I started playing the Dunlop green ones years ago. But yeah. I just, I'm most used to it. I use the Jazz 3s a little bit, mm. but um, I just always go back to those. And then I got the custom ones made. But they're the same as just the normal green Dunlop 0.88s. Okay. I would cut myself with that pick. <laughs> <laughs> that, that thing is sharp. But yeah, I don't know. Personally, it's just light and easy to so just something that you can easily move through the yeah through the notes and just and I, yeah i don't get drop, down to business i don't drop picks too often but i whenever i play live i always just throw a bunch of them of course right, on the set list so yeah. if i need to pick one up just in case they're there yeah yeah all right well man i'm i'm sure again we could go on and on and on and on but before we go we're gonna round out with uh two things uh obviously the shout outs um bands and projects and all that fun stuff and anybody you want to thank but Tell me, tell me your one of your oh shit moments in terms of what happened, like something happened to your guitar on stage, like, you know what I mean? Or, or you know, like pick one out of your hand and, or string broke, just something in that vein, just so we know that you guys are actually humans. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, God. anything. Uh, my first show ever, 2014, for some weird reason. Oh, call me. Call Me King? No. Uh, yeah. Actually, oh, yeah? This was, well, actually, it was before it was Call Me King. It was called Until the End. Until the End. Yeah, that's right. And Whew, Man, this is, some, this is an old story. <laughs> yeah, and it was really awkward because I had like three or four ex-girlfriends show up to the show. <laughs> and so I'm like, this is so fucked. And they're all sitting at the table with my mom. Oh, my okay, so I'm wait, like. Wait, hold on. Hold on. You got your mom and your mom, three Three exes? ex-girlfriends all at the table. You gotta sell tickets, man. Never yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they're they're all at the Fucking table. Bravo. And I got I, I had uh one both guitars. I had two guitars, a backup, and and I got both of them taken to a tech. And um the string, the little E string for a lead guitar player is pretty important. <laughs> and so that breaks. Which is yeah, the thinnest one for solos. Guy. Yeah. And that breaks. I'm like, well, I have a backup, and I plug it in and it just something yeah. is wrong with the electronics inside and so it just starts screaming and it's like mm. terrible and i'm like and in that moment i realize okay i'm gonna have to finish this set with a broken e-string oh, and so i just improvise the set i am losing my mind in my head i'm freaking out about you know the table situation it was it was pretty bad i got off stage and i was like man i, I kind of want to just die right now <laughs> like it was bad it was, it was terrible. I'm pretty sure if I had some ex-girlfriend show up at, and I mean, imagine if, I, never mind. I'm not even going to go down that road. <laughs> I'm happily married for 15 years. Then I'm done. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Actually, no, sorry. 13. Oh, yes. Yeah. Been together for 15. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> Dylan. Okay, so this just recently happened. Oh. Yeah. Okay. John was there. John saw it. John gave me the backup. Hey. So John came in clutch. All right. So um, a hero moment here. Very hero moment. Um, I owe this guy my life. This is a month ago, um, right? Yeah, it was yeah. a month ago. Um, so uh, it was my ESP. Uh, it was an E2 Eclipse. Gorgeous. Love this guitar. Uh, my fiance actually bought me that guitar for my birthday, right? For my birthday. Um, Good job, I told I told myself... <laughs> I love that guitar. Love that guitar. So we're uh, we're playing at Come and Take It, um, and this uh, we were just playing with Notions. Um, they were headlining, and uh, so we're like we're like halfway through the set. So my um, the bolt for my strap, oh oh no, barreled out of the guitar, screw and all, completely. Everything. Oh, just stripped. The, the, yeah. Just stripped. Gone. Right out. Woof. Cool. So um, 
and I am literally almost at the song. Like our next song that we were playing was a song that I have a big solo in. So I'm just, I'm like, just like, fuck. (laughs) I am trying to figure out what to do. And I'm literally talking to, I've got, dude, I've got like 20 guys side stage, (laughs) like John included, literally like trying to figure out like, what do you need? What can we help you with? Um, so I literally, I, John, John was somewhere. Um, I was, but I, was I literally, and, yeah, yeah, I literally said, get John, like literally <laughs> told the guys, they're like, what do you need? I said, get John. <laughs> so I'm literally there kneeling, playing all, I've got photos of it and everything, uh, just playing, waiting for John to get to the backstage Just area. to give you another guitar? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, song ended, I believe. Um, I got. Uh, what was that? A Fernandez? It was. Yeah. It was the only guitar yeah. that I have that you can actually tune on the spot because yeah. like those ones are set to what they are. In hindsight, I should have gave him the ones in drop C because we both use the quad cortex and okay. he could use pitch shifting technology in there. Down. That would have yeah. been way easier, that but I gave him one that he could tune himself. Man, so, you just flew through that. Sorry. This whole technical thing <laughs> yeah. that just made <laughs> all oh, the sorry. sense to everybody. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. sure. Well, we both run the same the same thing. Yeah, because exactly. I remember you yeah. building your rig. You were super proud of it. Oh, fuck yeah. I still am. Yeah. That thing's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> john's is like this big and mine's like the size Are of a three-story building yeah. yeah it's huge uh but no he came in clutch uh and i literally i got i got the new guitar like tuned up and set up literally in the in the matter of like 30 seconds of being handed in, in between the in between the song change uh yeah like almost perfectly so it was honestly like clutch if he wasn't there i had no idea what i was gonna do um Shout out to Mondo for wanting to let me use his Aristides and me not wanting to have to like transpose from like drop F to drop B. And I was just like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm, I'm not doing that right here, right now. So came in clutch. Uh, but yeah, that sucked. It was horrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, John saved my life tonight. So um, I now have a closet that's dedicated to him in a shrine. <laughs> just fucking honored. Yeah. <laughs> just just that guitar is just yeah. in there. Candles, picture it's not of even John. That. The guitar's gone. It's just the screw. Ah, that's that makes a lot more <laughs> it's, sense. It's the faulty ass screw in a photo of John I stole off Facebook. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. That the guitar I actually gave him though, I got it from Jameson from Fire from the Gods. Oh, nice. Fun fact, uh, I met him on Craigslist like eight or nine years ago. Um, and I traded him, I think I had a Mike Mushuk, the stained guitar player, his signature like baritone. I traded him that for this Fernandez, which Fernandez isn't even around. Anymore. What are you talking about? That PRS? Yep. Oh my! I used God, to have that, but so sick. Traded okay. Jameson, and he and I have just been in Facebook friends ever since. And yeah. fun fact, he's actually the reason I got the Browning gig too. Oh. So hey, full circle stuff, but that was the guitar. Bingo. Hit up Jameson if I need anything. Pretty much. Pretty, yeah. Moral of the story: Jameson's a, he's a good yeah, dude. Yeah. He also runs a pool, com- pool he does. company. He yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a pool boy. And I, you know, hey, Jameson, Jameson. Yeah. yeah which yeah. camera? Looking. Hey, you need help? All the cameras. We're all here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> guitars pools stuff anyway Love so it. one of your of moments yeah um it was actually two lift the curse shows ago um we opened for from ashes to new which was definitely oh, nice. like our biggest oh. show really awesome show great crowd on like a tuesday night there's like a couple hundred Man, people. i haven't heard of them in a while dude they've been like they had just yeah. they had yeah, literally beach. just come off a of shinedown tour and okay. then they were doing a couple of random dates on the way to some festival Did, don't they they have some new music out too if i'm not yeah. mistaken new yeah. record it's new great. record. yeah okay yeah if you're into that i think it's fantastic but um yeah, anyways, we opened for them. Really good gig we got from Anthony and yeah. super stoked on it. Um, so we run in-ears uh, live, Lift the Curse we do. Again, it's just Ryan, he plays guitar, sings. I play guitar, backup singing, and a drummer. Mm-hmm. So we have bass coming through tracks and stuff. And then uh, usually we tell sound guy, like, oh, we don't need any guitar in monitors. Um, this is the risk you run sometimes. But uh, there was an issue with mine. So 
Uh, long story short, I couldn't hear my guitar at all, at all. the entire set, pretty much. Like, so you just had to like just. It was a good. I hope this is right. I practiced the set a lot, so uh, I saw videos back, and it was like ninety percent pretty good. So no bad notes. Uh, I don't think anyone would have noticed, anyways. But uh, most yeah, of us still, don't. That shit's terrifying. Most no, of us, for most us. of most of us commoners, just look up. Yeah, and we're like, hell yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't. I mean, I, I'm a firm believer of like, if whatever I hear, um, on on the album. A CD, MP3, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. And then, especially if I really love the song, of course, everybody has those songs that you kind of get into. You know when the beat hits, you know when it's time signature change or whatever. And then you see it live. I'm only looking for 80%. You know, like I, I know for a fact that, you know, you guys have the lights and the added pressure of that it's live and you have a million things running through your mind. And oh my gosh, like I can't believe I missed this note. And I can, and from knowing everybody, for long enough, I can look at like, for example, like I, I've seen you play, I've seen you miss a note, and I've seen your face when you miss a note. <laughs> I'm but, fucking ugly. <laughs> I can't stand it. Uh, and and I just know that there's so much technical expertise going into it because you know, especially and like I mean, God, pedals are still just huge. I mean, I've seen these monster racks, and I'm just like, how do you keep it all together? You know. But then when you have everything running through the rack and you just kind of like just let it ride, I feel like that's an added weight. You know, you're just like, I'm gonna let the computer do what the computer does. Thanks, MacBook or or whatever. But um, but yeah, the fact that you guys are nailing it 80, 90, 95% is is just truly amazing. And that's that's what I think everybody goes there for is like they know there's gonna be some some stuff happen. Like if and if you and if you turn your nose up like I can't believe they did that, <laughs> like get the fuck out. Like, I, you're not a you're not a you know as dedicated of a fan as you should be. Um, go listen to let never mind. No, no. <laughs> oh, dude, Brian, uh, on that the Solars don't have fret markers either, just on the top. But I remember in that exact set, the song I like least expected to fuck anything up on. I like come to this chorus like main like octave chord part that's really easy to play, and I was like, oh shit, where the fuck is it? <laughs> it was just a couple of those dude. moments. I'm like, dude, like I would have never fucked that part up. That's so. when you just look up and smile. And yeah, I'm like, just yeah. like, yeah, we chalked that up as an L. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Well, I've I've had an absolute amazing time. This is exactly what I wanted to happen. So thank you guys for coming. Thank you. And thank you guys for doing it. If if it wasn't wasn't for the production crew back here um which by the way for everybody listening um uh, december 2nd is the atx metal podcast showcase uh come and take it live uh familiar with failure will be jump starting your body on that showcase uh living hollow is going to be in it um and i'm not going to name who's at the top of the bill but it is going to be spicy meatball uh well worth your 20 to 25 dollars that we are going to take from you uh i'm sorry that you're going to give to us uh, to them and it, it's i just i absolutely cannot wait for that it's going to be the biggest show that i've put on to date and it is 11 bands currently damn fucking stacked. 11 yeah. bands isn't it your birthday and it's dylan's and it's dylan's birthday yeah, yeah, yeah. i turned 30 yes yeah, so you have to come out <laughs> you have to have to i mean just literally so just dirty. i mean it's going to be I expect at least 300 people there. Oh, yeah. Min- for sure. Like, that's a, that's a minimum. I used to think 300 was like, holy shit. <laughs> but the bands that we put together, the lineup that we have for you guys is going to be absolutely out of this, out of this world. Um, and I'm just, I just, I can't wait to announce it. I, I think I'm going to have to let the headliners go first because that's yeah. proper etiquette. Um, but anyway, uh, final shout outs. Uh, go ahead, Brian. Final shout outs. Uh, 
Well, I was just hanging out with Dougie last night from Ultramind. Dougie so. Doug. Good old Doug. So shout out to Doug and, and Cameron and Ultramind. Who also, who also is a fucking amazing guitarist. Yeah. If, oh. you ever, if you ever get on, his Instagram is like underscore Doug or like mm. Doug underscore or something like that. But it's D-U-G, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Watch him at Nam. That dude just gets after it. Oh, yeah. God, we didn't even talk about Nam. That's a whole nother. That's all. That's all. We'll <laughs> save it. Thing. We'll yeah, save yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Vietnam. <laughs> man, but yeah, them and and obviously shout out to Ruben, uh, shout out to Chris Crow, and it's uh, my homie. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think that's all my brains coming up with for now. And Bridges of Blaze. And Bridges of Blaze. Yeah, them. <laughs> Us. Oh, the yeah, band. Actually, yeah, the yes. band woman. <laughs> and uh, who else? Um, my your mom. mom, your mom, yeah, yeah. and yeah. my actually, wait, what the hell? Today's my uh, my dad. It's my, uh, oh, it's yes. my. Oh man, I'm so little, sorry we didn't get to talk about. No, this. it's okay. I just, I almost forgot. <laughs> it's that's terrible, but it's my uh, dad's uh, ninth anniversary of passing. So I want to give him the ultimate shout out just for being, you know, my dad. Sure, sure. I know that. Uh, I know that. You know things that you've told me over the years. It's like kind of like, um, God, what's the word? I'll think of it in a minute. But anyway, um, having your family involved and just being, I know that you were, we've had plenty of conversations about that. So we'll just, we'll just leave that one there. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So Dylan. Um, I'm going to shout out the boys in Hopeful. Uh, I'm going to shout out the boys in Living Hollow. Uh, shout out my mom and dad. Thank you for these. Um, <laughs> I, th- I guess. Uh, <laughs> Never heard someone tell their parents thanks for these. Thanks for these. That's good. That Um, That should be your next merch item. I fucking hate myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Biggest shout out, though, is to my fiance, my soon to be wife. (laughs) Um, Yeah, give a round of applause. Uh, That's it. Yeah. It's applause. Uh, we get married at the end of September. So, really? Yeah, September 23rd is coming up. No shit. Well, congratulations, my man. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, that's. That's my big. That's my big fish right there. Welcome to the club. Thank you. Well, well you, in, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big fish club. Big fish club. Yeah. We like fish. Never fish. mind. Yeah. Nope. 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 Leave that one alone. <laughs> get it, oh, get, get right it John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. On to you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to my fam. Actually, for my day job, I got to get out and see them last week in Oakland, California. So I had lunch with my uh, parents, grandparents, and my sister. So shout out them. They've nice. always been super supportive of all the things musical. Um, yeah, shout out my band, Lift the Curse. Um, again, we got another single coming out September fifteenth. Planet Come and Take It on August 25th, opening for Lockjaw. And then, uh, yeah, just releasing a shitload of videos. But and shout out to you, man, for everything you do for the Austin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you what for doing this. This is badass. Yeah, no, 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 no. This isn't, <laughs> this isn't about me. I do this I do this for y'all. This is uh, this is not a Ryan benefit thing? No. Th- I mean, it could be. Let's I mean, do it. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Ryan Timber or whatever. Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking the shred stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares about guitars? Focus on my face. <laughs> yeah. But no, I... Um, Shout out to the local Austin metal scene. I mean, and just artists everywhere. You know, it's not every 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 big band is a local band somewhere. Like yeah. so everybody yeah. has a hometown. And I, the one thing that I would just say, I guess, to those that have made it, is don't don't forget your roots. Like you know, like don't don't turn your nose up. Like I'm not playing there. Like no, go play there. You know. T- Give the give the time to the locals that that you know the band you once were, whether it's iteration nine point seven or it's the same core four dudes that, that or girls 
or guys or you know they if if whatever whatever current state your band is in just just give give the time needed to the locals you know show back up go to the you know go hang up but i don't know who the fuck i'm talking to right now but i mean there's no one like generally in mind but i just know that without without the locals to support the touring acts i mean yeah people would still show up but at the same time it's like then those bands won't get the exposure that i think they personally need and shining a light on you know three three people like yourselves uh, that are in the scene that do more than just play guitar, um, you know, obviously producing and doing God knows how many projects with all 12 of your guitars and, and all the stuff that you do and the side projects that you're in. Plus, you know, obviously the, the production team here is also in a band and has other side projects. So thank you guys very much. Um, I, I honestly cannot say thank you enough. Like it just, it, it, it pains me that, I can't do more uh, in in current format, but you know, throwing these into your showcases and 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 doing stuff like this definitely that's that's my that's my give back at the current moment. Um, thanks for the guitar pick. Also, I do it for guitar picks. Just so you know, get this free swag. I brought you. Well. I brought your shirt too. Are you medium or large? I'm a. So. Yep. Cool. I got you. What? I'll give you a pick too. I, yeah. Yes! In my backpack. <laughs> yes. Not that I do it for the swag, but it's always welcome. Um. But no, um, so shout out to the local metal scene. Shout out to Fieldhouse for letting us use this space. And uh, shout out Come and Take It Productions, Texas Metal United, um, everywhere, you know. Oh, what are all the ats? Where are all the ats where people can follow you? Um, I guess uh, at Brian Allen Guitar. Okay. Brian with me. Uh, so mine is uh, at Dylan underscore Living Hollow on Instagram. Uh, at John Yaden Jr. or at Lift the Curse or Lift the Curse Music anywhere. Cool. And uh, Colby, what's y'all's? Was it Familiar Failure? FWFTX. Go give them a shout. And as always, uh, ATX Metal Podcast everywhere. Uh, websites, ATXMP.com. Uh, and now that we're doing these videos every now and again, the YouTube channel will be back up and running. Because God yeah. knows it's been like three fucking years <laughs> since anything's hit that, that platform for us. But, uh, but, you know, it just takes time. You know, it just takes time to, you know, do the grind and get in and get out and, uh, you know interact with gentlemen like yourself and and as always as always buy your tickets from the locals because that money goes directly back into their pockets and then when they sell all their tickets and they go we sold them all guess what the next time another tour comes through they're like that band sold all their shit get them on there they may they may not they may not sound just like this band but they're going to bring people in the door and that's what's going to ultimately help them and plus you know sell merch and all that fun stuff anyway i digress uh, thank you guys very much. This has been Shred Timber episode, and I can't wait to get this all put together. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go hit the bar. Oh yeah, oh yeah, awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you, man. Thank you.